0: Trading Nut, episode 124. Before, during, and after you enter a trade, have your journal out. You should always be aware of what you're thinking and feeling because what you're actually trying to do is you're trying to identify specific patterns for your strengths and weaknesses so that you can start cutting down those weaknesses and you can start recognizing the strengths and double down on those. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading
1: What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Julian from A Trader's Journey here on the show. Now, Julian was recommended by a fellow guest of the show, Daniel Chung, aka Wannabe Champ. So thank you, Daniel, for recommending Julian. I do see now why you did, because the interview and then the video we shot after are amazing. So the interview, particularly if you've ever blown an account This is the interview to watch or listen to. And secondly, if you are looking at a step-by-step checklisted trading strategy, then check out the video we shot after because Julian Breaks walks you through exactly how he takes his trades with a checklist as well. So fantastic stuff. Um, Whilst you're there checking out the video, do check out the market structure video we shot with Matthew Todd. Two parts to that, theory and practical It's like a mini course in its own right. Please go and check that out, as well as the new crypto video that dropped this week with Linley, who was on episode 28. He breaks down not just a whole bunch of stuff in the crypto markets, and I'm talking like maybe four things. Uh, He also talks about the news that has been released to the mainstream media and what's actually going on behind the scenes, which you're probably not going to find out in the mainstream media, but this is what Elon and China are actually thinking, which I didn't know. And you guys will find out if you watch that video. Uh, also, we have got still running season three of Trader vs. Trader. We've got the semi-final coming up very soon. I'll let you know when that hits. Make sure you subscribe to everything you can on Trading Nut to get access to that. And last but not least, I've got my Robot Builders Club free course. Over there on TradingNut.com. If you haven't taken it, please do take it before taking the full Trading Nut Robot Builders Club. Uh, if you do want to take the course and you're wondering what it's about, it's about building fully or semi-automated trading robots that can help you trade on MetaTrader 4 or MetaTrader 5. Uh, it will be clo- I'll be closing the doors soon, guys. So this is the best time to be jumping on that free course and taking that in the first instance. All right, folks. Enough from me. Uh, oh, one last thing from me. Sorry. I'm reading a book, well I'm not reading them, I'm listening to a book uh, from Wim Hof, I don't know what the title is, it's something like about the Iceman, well worth listening to it or reading it. Uh, I've been doing these cold showers for, I don't know, four years now. But I haven't been doing the breathing. And I had a look at the, uh, I had a list, listen to the book, and the breathing exercises are probably the next thing I'm going to try. So, guys, if you're looking for a book recommendation, I am always looking for one, then go and check that out the Wim Hof book. You'll find it in the major audio stores and whatever. In fact, I'll put a link in the show notes. All right, guys, enough from me. Let's get on with today's interview with Julian. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully-backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Julian here from A Trader's Journey, uh, all the way over there in Georgia in the U.S. How's things with you, uh, Julian?
0: Hey, good. Everything's going good here, Cam.
1: Awesome stuff. Well, um, as I mentioned, I've heard a lot about Georgia in the news, uh, <laughs> recent, uh, even over here in New Zealand, just because of the, the, the voting scandals that went on and uh, the, I think it might have been some, some uh, COVID things and some riots, I don't know, whatever else went on there. How, how are things over there in Georgia anyway?
0: Well, I mean, right now, probably most of the stories are true, but uh, for me, I'm just, you know, I'm just an in-house trader. I just trade. Lift, um, YouTube, and just try to focus on just not the craziness of the news right now. But most of the stuff you hear, are
1: true. Okay, cool. All right. Well, look, we're going to start off by hearing your trading journey, and your uh, tag name is a trader's journey. So I'm expecting this to be quite insightful um, and interesting <laughs> for people to listen to. So over to you. No pressure.
0: All right. So I guess where do we start? So I was okay. So. I was in the military for about 10 years. Um, I did three years in the reserve, seven years active duty. And at some point in my military career, I decided to go special operations where I did a deployment to Syria and Turkey. Um, and I met some cool guys there. And then while, like just before the, the, the deployment, I sort of got into trading. Um, like that was like late 2016, Right. And so I started off somewhere in stocks and then, you know, drifted over to forks because of the appeal of the skill, basically of just analyzing the charts and being able to just read price action as it is and make your own intelligent trading decisions based off of that. So that's what initially um, drove me to that. And, you know, even while I was deployed, even while I was in Syria, I was just looking at charts. I was just trying. Well, I, I had to focus on the mission, but, you know, in my downtime, I would be like, reading uh scalping books or reading just various things so i can be prepared for when i come back to just to get right into trading
1: awesome so um what and so so you were you're were studying trading you were trying to get into it uh i mean what what were the first books you picked up
0: um the first one that really comes to mind is the one by bob volman it's um analysis of the five minute price chart or something like that like price action analysis of the five minute chart by bob volman. And it was a, it, it's a really good book about price action and how, thing, how price really moves on that time frame. So yeah, that was one of the first ones.
1: And, and how did you sort of progress from there?
0: So from there, I started to, like as soon as I came back from deployment, I started to just basically pick up, pick up more books. I got into Trading View, and obviously I wanted to hop on the chart as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I felt that, you know, my price action knowledge has, had started to, you know, pick up, enough i started you know opened up my account and i started trading pretty much from then on
1: and so so what do you mean by enough i mean how did you determine that like you know what were you doing <laughs> that you were thinking okay well, i think this should be good good enough to, to now what either go live or demo
0: yeah so I, I i went live but i went live with just a small account because i you know i was still wary of everything but i was still admittedly just very eager you know uh, like i think most people are but um, you know, quickly learned that I need to take a couple of steps back before I progress. You know, or before I take some more steps forward.
1: You know. Okay. So, 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 how did you quickly realize that? I mean, what happened with that first account?
0: Oh, definitely blown. Definitely blown. <laughs> okay.
1: And, and, yeah. what, and can you look back now and sort of pinpoint point, pinpoint why it was blown?
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, lack of just having a, an edge or a system in the market. Just sort of doing what I had seen on Google or what I had seen in these trading books or what, you know, like not really fully understanding how to trade and just sort of confusing analysis with execution. So now I really separate the two when I'm trading um, so I can make up my overall trading system and a lot of this psychological components as well, recognizing when you have, you know, symptoms of just anxiety during a trading session or when you have FOMO or um, just sort of the things that really take a lot of experience to recognize
1: Just jumping in here, folks, with a quick message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Now, you might already know the boundaries of trading are expanding faster than ever, but you may not know that there's still time to take advantage of these opportunities. With my sponsor, Sage Strategies, you can instantly access institutional-grade algorithms that have been robustly tested by their team of experts. Their strategies provide fully automated responses to market opportunities in real time, which allow you to trade beyond human limitations. Go and check them out at sagestrategies.io or click the link in the description. Okay. And so, so first account blowing. what do you do next? <laughs> um, well, I take a
0: step back cause that was like, that was a, like a real shocking experience just cause you know, it went so fast. Um, but luckily, you know, I, I still had a job, um, in the military. So I start to just practice and like pretty much just practice until I can think that I had something again. And then, um, eventually opened up another account basically, um, and after that account, that one, thankfully, wasn't blown until uh, maybe a few more months later. So that one survived. But so two accounts blown. And then after that account was was when things started to pick up a little bit.
1: Okay. So so w- when you say you you thought you had something again, I mean, what can you go into details of what that was and, and what gave you the confidence? Sure. Yeah.
0: So um, I guess after every defeat, there's kind of like... Like, I I guess I don't want to say hard-headed, but, you know, I come from a military background and you can't just quit or you can't just stop just because it got difficult. And so I really, really wanted to master this thing. So I started to look at how I could, you know, develop my own trading style. I started to look at the charts and I started to see what patterns I could start to uncover that I can use specifically. So I went into different time frames on specific pairs. So like your USD, I remember I was trying to scalp your USD from the five or the 15 minute using just, you know, simple pullback strategies. And I remember looking for specific patterns within pullbacks, like double bottoms or double tops, because um, at that time, I didn't really know about fractals, but, um, you know, if you see any type of reversal pattern on a lower time frame, timeframe, in, like in an overall higher time frame direction, it's really an indication for uptrend movement. So I thought that, like, those small things were, was going to make me profitable, but I still hadn't really mastered, like, you know, trade management, risk management. Um, I was entering a lot of trades impulsively, like I know a lot of traders do. So um break of structures I found were very ineffective for me as a trader, um, where you would enter on the smaller time frame as price breaks a higher or low. And um yeah, so I as soon as I felt like I was starting to understand those simple concepts, I was gaining the confidence. Like when I could break a chart down to the smaller time frames when i can explain it easily to others um like in like the chats on trading view or like to my friends who are trying to understand trading i thought that i had really had something but you know there's still you know that was just scratching the surface right
1: right right so so um yeah so you thought you had something blew that account eventually what what clicked after that
0: so actually uh, i after that I had started to get out of the military. So it was a sense of urgency for me to like, take it seriously do it professionally or fail utterly, you know? So like I, like I really had to, cause I was so like in the U S military, you have a contract and if you decide not to renew that contract, then like you have to get out of the military, obviously like that, that's what you're choosing to do. And so I decided I was going to go to Thailand um, the beginning of 2019 and uh, trade full time, or at least work, more on my trading as I was getting out. So I, like, I've really had to, you know, like the pressure was on, which, you know, in hindsight, it was probably not the best move, but you know, I was willing to risk that more than I was willing to stay in the military
1: basically. And so, so that was moved to Thailand, trade full time. How did that go?
0: Well, it, it ended up being trade full time to trade part time to, to basically like I, I started to freelance So it, at first, you know, the stress of getting out of the military and, all of the, I guess, emotional and psychological, um, I guess, backlash that comes from leaving the military uh, started to hit me. And, you know, as we, as you, as you can imagine, that definitely affected my trading. So that was a huge, so for people that don't like know when you're in the military, especially the U S military for a long time, you're sort of used to a certain lifestyle and you're sort of used to certain, I guess uh, like cultures, you know, so the military culture is like different. And if you've ever been deployed or if you've ever had some sort of, you know, like, psychological trauma or difficulty from the military, when you get out, it's sort of exacerbated, it's sort of, you know, increased, uh, because you're dealing with
1: a lot more at that time. Okay, okay. So, and this is quite a common thing, is it? I mean, can you quickly sort of give us a two second thing on, you know, what's the culture
0: uh culture is just alpha male culture nobody complains do your you know do your job and um basically like don't be you know like a sissy basically kind of thing and um just kind of toughen it up and don't express your feelings you know like don't like when you have sort of emotional trauma or something like that a lot of us like we sort of keep that inside you know in an unhealthy way
1: yeah yeah okay cool all right so so um you're trading part-time you're freelancing i mean what what happened after that
0: yeah. So I was, I was traveling around Asia. I was free. I was freelancing part-time. I, I got a digital marketing, uh, gig basically like online. So I was managing to trade or work de- during the days, like when I was in Thailand or when I was in Japan, um, I was working during the days and at night, you know, I was trading the U S session. So, um, I was trying to progress and trying to track my progress while I was, you know, working through you know, getting out of the military working through you know the digital marketing job and pretty much just trying to you know grow my account as best as I could and and continue to figure out how to trade how I trade and, and just figure out my pattern so and my strengths and weaknesses basically um in trading
1: and so so okay so at some point you must have you know eventually I suppose flipped over to trading full-time I mean how did that transition happen
0: Um, the transition basically happened when I started to just get it, I guess. So I started trading full-time towards the end of 2019 and that's pretty much all I was doing. Um, and basically when I knew that I had a system, I knew how to manage my risk. I knew, you know, how to manage my, how to keep a trading journal. I, you know, I grew the balls to just go trading full-time towards the end of 2019, right before COVID. So
1: Right. Okay. Up. Just when the markets change fundamentally, <laughs> over the, yeah uh, the next three months. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, so you went <laughs> full time, right? So, so it's, it's been about uh, a year now. What, yeah. what, uh, you know, what, what can you tell us about going full time versus part time? How, how's that sort of? How have you found that?
0: Um, I can say it's very it's very lonely. Like when you do it, like I think all of us agree. Like it's very long. Training training can be lonely as opposed to part-time where I'm always meeting people or doing something for another job or another task. Um, And I think uh, full-time you can get lost in trading like very easily. Um, You can, you you know, you can easily get obsessed with trading just because, you know, if you're doing it well, it doesn't really feel like a job, but if you're on a losing streak, you can sort of, it it can snowball very easily, like more easily than you could when you could take a break psychologically with your part-time job or, or if you're freelancing, you're traveling or something like that. So I think it's, there's a lot more that goes into trading full-time, like always being prepared, making sure things are, you know, making sure you're following your rules. And if you have a checklist, you need to be, you know, hammering the nails like every single time. So it's, yeah, it was a lot more strict.
1: And, and from a, like a, a sort of monetary point of view, I mean, how much, um, you know, without tr- obviously going too much into your finances, but like, I mean, how much was sort of enough of a, of a cushion for you to go, okay, well, I can happily go full-time and, and not have to sort of, be too stressed about the finances.
0: Um if you're anywhere between like for me because I was living in Thailand um and for if you're anywhere between like uh, maybe like thirty, forty thousand, 40,000 in my opinion um it's good but like mind you I was in Thailand so the cost of living you know is, is like a lot lower than you know the yeah. US or anywhere else basically so um but even though I was trading full time it's not like I, you know nowhere near rich i was just you know getting it done basically yeah yeah
1: okay cool all right so that does help going to a, a country where the cost of living is much lower and i mean i suppose that's that whole sort of like digital nomad um four-hour yeah. work week kind of lifestyle the tim Ferriss thing that he put out there years ago uh it, in fact it's almost exactly like that which is brilliant so um okay so you you're a year into your journey now uh what's what what have you learned so far
0: Oh, so much. I've learned uh, I've learned basically with trading, uh, like the first rule is trading is not going to make you happy. You know, happiness is going to bring good trading. Um, And, you know, obviously I learned that the hard way and meaning like don't don't expect, you know, trading to try to solve your financial issues or, you know, whatever issues you have with your finances, because it's just going to make it worse. Um, you need to sort of fix those things beforehand, make sure you have a healthy social life, healthy like mental state, healthy, you know, overall physical body. And that sort of brings in like better trades, better trading days, weeks and months. Um and let's see, yeah, just always being <laughs> always being prepared, always making sure that, you know, you like you take it seriously, like you have to take it seriously. Don't focus on what everyone else is trading you just focus on where you're at and where you are trying to be and the next steps to get there.
1: And so, so you've sort of talked, well, you told me before the show that you're, uh, you're currently in the U S and you're planning to head back to Thailand again. I mean, is that, do you, do you see that being having a negative impact on your trading at all? Just with the upheaval of the social circles that you're in now and the, and the routines that you, you've got.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's actually a good question. I, I, I'm suspecting it will be just because, you know, here I have a very positive family environment, um, which does help my trading a lot. But um, I feel like it's something I need to do. And just because it's going to be difficult doesn't mean I shouldn't you know challenge myself and go for it. But definitely I do see things like uh, homesickness and loneliness being being a challenge, you know, like I have to overcome because that was the challenge last time as well um and also looking for a you know positive circle of people or other traders that i can continue to learn and grow from so you know it's just to me i just see it as more challenges just waiting for me awesome
1: right well look let's dive into some uh, some stats around your trading like so how many trades are you taking in a week
0: i'm um, typically a week so right now i'm doing a one entry per day rule so we could say
1: up to five for day trades and then uh two for swing trades and uh, day trading, I mean, what timeframes are you focusing on or drilling down from?
0: So my analysis phase will come from the hourly. So like I'll do an overall market structure just to make sure everything lines up. I want to sh- see if like what is trending, what is in a corrective market structure, what's, what's in a, some sort of distribution or accumulation area. And then I have a checklist for my actual strategy. So once my analysis can line up with my execution, then I can trade. So the execution will come from the hourly and I'll have requirements that need to be met on the hourly uh, first. And then my entry time frame would typically be my 15 minute, but they can sometimes still come from the hourly. It just depends on um, how much risk is at that time when the entry candlestick uh, signal comes in.
1: Okay, cool. And uh, and what about the um, winners? How many winners are you getting and the risk to reward on those?
0: So... Right now, the strategy is sitting somewhere around like sixty-five percent for winners, but so around around twenty to thirty percent of the trades will be losers, or like like twenty-five to thirty something percent will be losers. Um, Twenty to thirty percent will be like big winners, three R and up, Um, and then the rest will be like break evens. But you know, with those break evens at one to one, I take half of my profit off. So those break evens actually make up a significant portion of my um, actual profits.
1: Ah, okay. Right. And, and the, the, like the, the sort of maximum R that you could, you've got in one trade. What, how big has that been? Uh, five, six R. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So, and what instruments are you analyzing?
0: So, you know, all forks pairs. And I've just recently cut out, um, odd NZD and URCHF just cause I've deemed them as unprofitable for me in my system. Um, and currently looking at, uh, developing this index strategy that, um, yeah, this index strategy using divergence and,
1: and fake outs. Okay, cool. Uh, and what does your typical trading day look like?
0: So my typical trading day, so fitness is really important to me. So in the mornings, usually the first thing I do is I make my bed and it's just something that starts my, you know, like my trading day. And then I'll go out and I'll either go for like a walk or run, something with cardio or um, I will switch it up and I'll do stretching or something with uh, like lifting, lifting weights or, calisthenics or something like that so making sure that i'm physically prepared for the for the trading day performance wise and then mentally i go over my goals and this is like the most important thing because it sort of helps realign myself with why i'm trading um and and it's important that i do it every day so i go over my goals every single day um and then after that typically i'll either look at like my best trades just so i can remind myself what they look like and then i'll go through my analysis and since i'm you know live streaming on YouTube I have to prepare everything to make sure that everyone you know knows when I'm going live and stuff like that
1: awesome and so in the beginning I mean you obviously have the military background but what do you think made you different from other people out there who are who are struggling to make this work
0: I just uh I I, I don't want to say I don't know when to quit but like you know like I went through the toughest of you know of hells. like so for me you know i'm just always looking to get past the next barrier so i'm i don't ever see myself as you know giving up or stopping or quitting i just look for how i can overcome the next ob- obstacle whereas i think a lot of of other people they get discouraged very very easily just because they they haven't had that you know they haven't been through like the gutter in life i guess so i think that's sort of sets me apart
1: and so so if you're a retail trader like with a day job which you have been what steps would you recommend somebody start to start growing an account?
0: Start growing an account. If you have a day job, um, I would first recommend find a strategy that's profitable and study it, right? Study why it's profitable. Study, you know, just study what what you think makes it profitable and how you can use it and tailor it around the times of your day job. Right. And um, yeah, making sure that whenever you're trading, you know, just don't let it interfere with your regular daily life. Don't let it cut into your sleep time. Treat trading as something like an extra treat in your life, you know, and don't expect a lot from it because then, ironically, you'll get a lot in return.
1: And it's good, good advice, actually. I had not heard that on the show to date, which is like, you know, don't, don't, <laughs> not Most you know, a lot of people say, you know, you gotta be you gotta do it you know 18 hours a day on the charts blah 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 and i think like i mean if you're gonna try and cram a lot in then yeah possibly that's a way to do it initially but yeah i like that just you know give it a space but don't let it overrule everything that you're doing um so what thinking about a price chart i mean what things would you recommend somebody go away and you know focus on if they're gonna start looking at a price chart and trying to figure stuff out
0: Mm, yeah. So, you know, first of all, don't like, if, if you're going to focus on a f- price chart, only focus on the price chart. Don't um, like, don't worry about the news and start to learn about market structure, meaning just like how price trends tend to move, how, you know, what sort of Um, patterns sort of appear after a certain movement because then after that you can start to actually map out scenarios before your trades even happen you know so you can say you know price has broken the structure so it can either and i you know maybe you have a bullish bias so you'll say it can go this way this way or this way and if i'm wrong it'll go this way based on price action and then i would also look into fractals it's just basically you know same things that happen on higher time frames happen on the lower time frames, So that really, really, you know, gets you into advanced market structure and you can start timing your trades even better for h- higher risk reward trades and uh, delve a little bit into, or as much as you can into like Wyckoff trading um, because like I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, cool. And and guys, just so you know, so uh, Julian's sort of not saying, and this is what I thought when you said it, fractals initially. Um, there is a fractals indicator. He's not talking about that. He's talking about the fact that mark the market is fractal, i.e., what happens higher, higher time frames will also happen on lower time frames. Um, oh right. So yeah, so I was thinking, no, oh, you found fractals. You found the fractal indicator. What are you doing with that? Uh, <laughs> okay. So thinking about a trader's mindset, do you have any special techniques you can share with us?
0: Yes. Uh, So always be aware of your emotional state, like try to train yourself to be aware. So this comes from meditation, right? So before, during, and after you enter a trade, have your journal out. You should always be aware of what you're thinking and feeling because what you're actually trying to do is you're trying to identify specific patterns for your strengths and weaknesses, um, you know, so that you can start cutting down those weaknesses and you can start recognizing the strengths and double down on those. So when you notice, okay, every time I'm in this trade, I lose, you know, 2% 2% of my account or whatever it goes against me. And these, these are the precursors. So I'm starting to feel anxious. And I'm thinking about, I really want to get in this trade, blah, 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 So once you see those start to come up, you can at least recognize it and stop same thing. Conversely with the strengths, you'll know, Hey, you know, today I'm feeling really good. I, you know, I listen to whatever uh, song and I'm feeling really happy and I'm also, you know, I'm really in tune with the market. I'm feeling the analysis. And today was a good day. So the result was, you know, I got a positive gain on my account, got a positive return on my account. Um, and you can start really like optimizing yourself to your strategy.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, now, if there was one thing you recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be?
0: Yourself. Um, you have to like you You think like, you have to learn you. Many people, I think they go throughout life not learning like their own like psychological patterns, emotional patterns. And they think that, you know, just because they understand what a break and retest or reversal pattern is, it's going to make your money when in reality, it's just understanding yourself, meaning like understand when it's a good day for you to trade, it's a bad day for you to trade, and you'll know when it's it's going to be like, you can pretty much expect that you're going to make profit that day, the more you understand yourself, you know, and trading is really about trading is really going to help you in your life if you take it seriously and you're trying to get better at it because it's going to force you to actually make yourself better and happier basically
1: yeah it's it's interesting hey like and uh, cuz i i mean this is something i've struggled with for years is just trying to work out like is this a good day to be trading or not i mean i i've struggled yeah. with it and uh i mean like just the other day i sort of was i was in a trade and i think my confidence level was just was up and that's what it mm-hmm. was. Whereas I, instead of instead of me like going, Oh, you know, is this trade gonna turn south or is it gonna go sour? <laughs> um, I was like, Come on, you know you're gonna get to that level. You know, I was I was confident yeah. I was confident in the trade, in the position and and it, did, it hit take profit and it was like mm-hmm. man, that's that was yeah. a completely different feeling than yeah. like a more negative feeling which mm-hmm. which I've had um, you know, before where I'm in a trade where I'm like Oh, I can't lose this one. You know, it's, it's, yeah. So I'm like, mate, maybe I I need to be in this mindset a lot more mm-hmm. when I'm actually placing trades. Which, um, I mean, how do I reenact it? I don't know. But one thing I did do was a recommendation from a past guest. Uh, it was the Earl Nightingale, the um, the the secret strategy or something. Um, or oh, the Martingale or whatever. No, nah, it wasn't a strategy at all. It was like the um. So I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a, an audio mm. thing on on uh, Spotify for free, half an hour thing. I listened to it, and I was like, for the next probably week, and I've d- done it twice now. Things just like everything started going going well, and I was like, oh. damn, that's that's got to be um, the hidden. It's like the hidden secret or something like that. I can't remember the name of it, but you'll find it if you type in Earl Nightingale E A R L. <laughs> uh and it'll be up there on the show notes and so guys you you would have heard me talk about this probably in a previous show uh so yeah definitely worthwhile having a crack at it and listening to it it and then trying to apply some of the things that um that 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 actually sort of came up with right so so uh, we're going to jump into the quick fire round here julian so some of these are quick some of these aren't first question is how long did it take you to go from trading newbie to consistently profitable
0: uh about two and a half three
1: years What's your favorite entry setup?
0: A simple break and retest with entry on the lower timeframes and using hidden divergence.
1: What strategies do you use to exit or manage trades?
0: So right now I just simply take 50% at 1R and I let the rest run to market structure, but it has to be at least like a 3R profit potential.
1: What's your recommended trading book or resource?
0: Um, The Daily Trading Coach, 1 million percent recommend it.
1: And is that a uh, a book?
0: Yeah, that's a book by Brit Steenbarger. Um, yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's invaluable, it's just amazing.
1: Uh, what's your preferred broker and trading platform?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I'm in the U.S., but
1: you know, so Oanda basically. So. Hey, folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now, by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just $1 per 100K. You can learn more at hankotrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. Walk us through your worst trade. Oh,
0: okay. So I was in Euro, USD. And I remember this was maybe 2018 or something like that when the market was just, you just kept falling. Um, and at some point I was thinking, man, this thing has got to go up. It's got to go up. So I was, you know, in that mindset of not really having proper entry setups. And, you know, one thing led to another move, my stop loss, you know, and I just kept moving my stop loss and I just kept moving my stop loss. Yeah. And yeah. And then I'll, I just remember feeling just so just, just despair, just like, ah, that was stupid. You blame yourself. And you have this negative self sale. Yeah. and, moving your stop-loss will, you know destroy not only your account but your
1: psychology mm. yeah um i know uh look if you, this last question of the show is if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice what would it be
0: um i guess i would just say you know work on yourself before you work on trading you know like you you know your life you know your life your mindset your your physical being is worth more than the the charts or making any any type of income and funnily enough once you do then more profits start coming to you
1: lovely love it well look uh julian before we wrap up what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you
0: yeah, so best way you guys can get a hold of me is on YouTube, uh, A Trader's Journey, because I tra- I, day- I live stream there every day, Monday through Friday, eight AM to twelve PM Eastern Time. So if you guys want to ju- you know jump in while I'm going through the f- uh, funding process, then yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Well, look, guys, a big thank you to Julian for sharing with us today everything we've discussed here, along with all the links are in the show notes to find them. Simply search for Julian in the search box on TradingNut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. So there you have it, folks interview with Julian Dunn and Dusted Down. Do remember, check out all those other videos that we shot. The one with Julian where he basically breaks down his whole trading strategy in a checklist format. uh, And it's a doozy of a strategy as well. So you've got to go and check that out. As well as the part two of the market structure video from Matthew Todd. The crypto video from Lindley. Trader versus trader when it comes out. And remember, grab my free course at the Robot Builders Club before thinking about automating some or all of your trading whilst i'm still taking on new members all right folks thanks for watching oh last but not least remember that book as well so the wim hof book as well if you do want to find out all about the special breathing techniques to either enhance your uh, sporting life your just physical health in general Uh, what else inflammation I've, i've told about three people personally about it to try and fix the inflammation problems as well. So guys, you got to go and check these things out. Please, I urge you to. Uh, until next time, have a great trading week and I'll see you in the markets.